When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome in to Outkick the Show. I am your fearless leader, Clay Travis. I hope all of you are having fantastic Tuesdays. I hope if you are hungover, you have made it into the afternoon not feeling awful. I would start off my show today by saying that giving everyone the day after Halloween off as a national holiday would actually be a glorious move, I think. Um, because Halloween has become one of the most fun times in the country. Uh, whether you are a young kid who gets to dress up, uh, whether you are an adult like me who gets to take your kids out, or if you're a single person that gets to run around and have an incredible time, if you're in your teens or your 20s or your 30s or whatever you are, if you are uh, single, there's not a very better time to be in, uh, to be out and about than Halloween season. So I would just begin by saying a Travis administration would do two things in the fall. One, day after Halloween, national holiday. Two, there would never be a time change. You know, the time changes on Sunday, Saturday night running into Sunday. I would never change the time. We would always stay on the same time There would be no falling back. Uh, There would be no springing forward. We would be on one time forevermore. uh, And that would be the time that we're on right now. Whatever time that is, because people get all confused. This time, we would never change time for the rest of recorded history. Those would be two of the things that I would do to make America a better place. All right. Speaking of America being a better place. I got my UT Orange today because I fully suspect that tonight with the first unveiling of the college football playoff rankings, I believe that the University of Tennessee is going to be number one for the first time since 1998. I believe I am correct that the University of Tennessee in football will not have been ranked number one since all the way back to 1998. I will be in Athens this weekend with the big noon kickoff show. uh, Tennessee is going on the road against Georgia for a one-versus-two matchup. That's one Georgia, two Tennessee in the AP poll. I believe it's going to be one Tennessee, two Georgia in the college football poll, uh, playoff poll, uh, which will be the rankings coming out this evening. And this all ties in. It's the greatest fall of my life, all right? I'm just going to throw it out there. Outkick set an all-time record for audience in October. We quadrupled the audience that we had last October. We were up some massive amount over September. In fact, our editor, Gary Schreier, the guy who's running OutKick now on a day-to-day basis, sent us an email. Let me make sure that I don't screw it up, uh, laying out everything. Uh, We were up... 53% more than September. So September was an all-time record for OutKick. We never had more readers in OutKick history in September. 
And then we grew the number by 53% in October. So we set an all-time record in September. We then grew it anew in October. Massive numbers. And that's a credit to you guys. I told you that these numbers were going to continue to go up and that by next fall, next spring, whatever it is, we will be one of the biggest sports websites in the entire country. And I'm saying that because a lot of these websites roll up multiple entities. So like the NFL says they have X number of visitors, but that's all 32 NFL team sites. That's NFL.com. I mean, we're competing with all these sites that have actual games. So like you'll be able to stream Tennessee, Georgia on CBSSports.com Saturday and OutKick is out here trying to compete with CBSSports.com. All of the places that have actual games, we're competing with them with actual articles, which frankly is unheard of. So I want to say thank you to our editorial staff. Thank you to our writers. Thank you to our talkers. Thank you to everyone at Fox that is supporting our ability to grow at such an outrageously fast level. And most importantly, thanks to all of you out there that are consuming OutKick content and allowing us to quadruple our audience year over year to grow our audience 50% in October off of a monster number in September. That is a credit to you guys. So OutKick is dominating. Clay and Buck is dominating. We are poised, and I'm going to get into this in a moment, for one of the biggest red waves, a repudiation of all the Corona bros out there that I've been fighting for the past couple of years. We're going to get that victory here in about seven days. I'm going to talk about it. University of Tennessee is number one overall. And not to be outdone, Tennessee Titans look like they're going to win the AFC South for a third straight year. And I'm not even going to allow any of you to hurt my feelings by pointing out that the chance of us actually winning the AFC, even if we make the playoffs, is zero. I don't even want to hear all of you say it. You're not going to ruin my moment. You're not going to ruin my fall. So, thanks to everybody out there for making this happen. We just finished Clay and Buck, by the way. Christine Drazen going to be elected the next uh, governor from Oregon. First Republican elected from Oregon since the 1980s. She was fantastic with us. Dr. Oz is going to win in Pennsylvania. He was great with us as well. Um, And I want to tell you about the latest gambling odds. So, so, you guys know that I enjoy hitting you with the latest gambling odds. Let me start here since I said Christine Drazen is going to win in Oregon. A lot of you will probably be surprised to know that Christine Drazen is actually favored to win in Oregon the first Republican elected in Oregon since the 1980s. She is favored to win this race. Uh, And the favorite now, I'm going to hit refresh so I get the absolute latest gambling numbers. Republicans are the favorite in Arizona. Blake Masters is surging there. Republicans are the favorite in, uh, right now, Nevada, where you've got Adam Laxalt, absolutely starting to take charge in this race. Dr. Oz, who we just had on, has become a big favorite to win Pennsylvania. And Herschel Walker is now a substantial favorite to win the Georgia Senate race as the Reverend Raphael Warnock continues to fade. As if that were not enough. We're talking the Senate right now, by the way. As if that were not enough, Don Balduck, General Don Balduck, 
is now up in New Hampshire, according to a St. Anselm poll that just came out uh, in uh, the last hour and a half or so. That potentially puts Republicans, if that were to be the case, into 54 Senate seats. And uh, at Real Clear Politics, they do a great job of covering politics at realclearpolitics.com. I'd encourage you to check out that website. They got a lot of fantastic content there. Uh, Whether you're a Democrat, Republican, Independent, if you just want data, they have a great collection of all the polls. They now have flipped their forecast and they have Balduck winning in New Hampshire as well, which means the red wave is continuing to grow. And the red wave might even include Tiffany Smiley in Washington and Joe O'Day in Colorado as there are Republican incumbents increasingly endangered everywhere. Lee Zeldin is surging. The first poll has now had him in the lead in New York, which is unheard of, and a sign of a potential red tsunami that Lee Zeldin could be winning. Uh, There is a panic in New York among Kathy Hochul and the Democrats there. They, you can look, if you're saying, okay, Clay, I disagree with you. I don't believe the gambling odds. I don't believe the polls. Certainly, you're entitled to have that opinion. If, if you are of that opinion, I would suggest that you go put your money where your mouth is and bet on Democrats because Republicans are surging right now. And if the polls and the gambling odds are correct, then there are people that may well lose who didn't even think that they had a chance to lose. Hey, Clay Travis here. We'll be right back. But first, here's a word. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now, save $30 on the American-made steel FS56 RCE trimmer. Real Steel. The FS56 RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I mean, we're talking about Republicans having their biggest majority in the House since uh, 100 years, since the 1920s, since before FDR. That's how far back in time, potentially, this red tsunami is going to carry us. And look, there are Democrats in danger of losing their governorships in Michigan, in Wisconsin, in New Mexico, in Nevada, in New York, uh, in Oregon. All over this country, there are a lot of people lining up and saying, enough, we are going to hold Democrats accountable for two years of failure on COVID, on the border, on inflation in the economy, on crime, on schools, all of it. And I flagged this that I saw from the Wall Street Journal that came out earlier today. Uh, There are two big groups that are swinging red, uh, in particular Latino voters and women. White suburban women have uh, gone, that's 20% of the electorate, uh, white suburban women, which is a big percentage of the electorate, has moved 26 points away from Democrats since August and now favors the GOP by 
15 percentage points. So they have gone from Democrats plus 11 to Republicans plus 15. Why is that happening? I think there was a lot of fear-mongering going on related to the Dobbs decision. And I think a lot of suburban women have realized, okay, now abortion is going to be decided on a state-by-state level. And as a result, you might care about abortion, but you care far more about your kids' education. You care far more about all of this crazy left-wing banana land stuff that's going on when you have men identifying as women and Democrats defending them being able to compete against women, for instance. When you have women of the year that are actually dudes, a lot of women out there are saying, wait, we are not going to stand up and allow this to happen. Women, moms, and dads want their kids to learn reading, writing, and arithmetic They don't want them learning gender identity in third and fourth grade. And I think that's why independent women, the mad moms out there, are lining up furious over Democrat policies, over Democrat failures, and they are going to help lead the way in holding Democrats accountable for all of their failures. So seven days out, we are looking at a red wave that may well turn into a red tsunami. I cannot wait to be able to celebrate a week from tonight uh, when we are having the Clay and Buck election night party here in Nashville. Uh, Speaking of uh, the opposite of celebration, not going to be a fun election night party for Beto O'Rourke or for Stacey Abrams. I saw this shared. Stacey Abrams and Beto O'Rourke are going to spend over $150 million between them trying to win in Texas and trying to win in Georgia. And they are both likely to lose by double digits. And as if that were not enough, they have never led in a single poll in the entirety of their campaigns against Greg Abbott and Brian Kemp, the Republican incumbent governors. I want you to think about that for a moment. And think about how crazy that is. They spent $150 million and weren't even able to ever lead in a single poll. And they are going to get trounced in Texas and in Georgia. And imagine if you donated that $150 million. What do you think you got for all that money that you spent? Nothing. Nothing at all for that $150 million. It is crazy to think about all the California and New York and Chicago area Democrats who are the primary donor base of Beto and Stacey Abrams getting $150 million that they spent and not even being able to find a single poll that they ever had the lead in. This is wild. Uh, Elon Musk as he is taking over Twitter, has announced that he is going to charge $8 a month for blue checks. And that everybody will be able to get a blue check. Now, I don't particularly care to a large extent about what this will mean. I do think my big statement on Twitter in general would be this. You should be favored in the algorithm if you are using your actual name on Twitter. 
That is, if you are a verifiable, real person, and you have uh, your own name attached to what you are saying, you should count more than anonymous bots. Now, I understand that many of you may have Twitter accounts and say exactly what you think and feel like you could never say it if you were actually using your own name because of the world that we've created where there's so much draconian punishments for speaking truth. I understand that fear. And so I'm not saying that you shouldn't get your ability to speak as well, but I do think that charging people uh, and giving more credence to verified name would the names would make the overall quality of conversation better. I also think that if you charge people to speak and you get better information from them for charging them to speak, that the power of bots to artificially uh, distort conversation would also be limited. So I'm not opposed to this idea. I think it's probably a smart one. And I'm not opposed, certainly, to paying $8 a month if the overall quality of value for me at Twitter would increase. Uh, But I would say all algorithms should favor real people over anonymous accounts. Uh, Last night, hope you guys had a fantastic Halloween. As I said, I did, running around with the kids. So much fun. I watched only part of Monday Night Football, but I know that the Browns smoked the Bengals and that things are not all perfect in bingo land. Now, Jamar Chase is injured. That's understood. But that was not the kind of performance that you thought you were going to get from Joe Burrow and the Bengals, who have now fallen to 4-4 four and four a year after their run to the Super Bowl. The AFC is stacked, obviously. There are a ton of trades that have been going on. Uh, lots of teams in the NFC trying to make moves to see whether or not it is the time for them to be able to make aggressive uh, aggressive moves, in particular in the NFC, like I've been saying. You got to get past Josh Allen. You got to get past Patrick Mahomes. You got to get past Joe Burrow. You got to get past uh, 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 a ton, Lamar Jackson. You got to get past Justin Herbert. All of the AFC alone, at least Russell Wilson has fallen apart and the Broncos seem like they're a seller now. But when you look at the overall talent discrepancy and disparity, the AFC is so much more stacked, and then the Browns go, I mean, the the Dolphins go out, and they make an aggressive move to try to get better, um, and, uh, and, and adding Bradley Chubb. And so I, I think the AFC, whoever wins the AFC this year, I believe should be a fairly substantial favorite over the NFC in the Super Bowl out in uh, the Phoenix area this uh, football season. Can't wait to be out there. That's a Fox Super Bowl. All right. Uh, Brian Harson has put out a statement about getting fired at Auburn. It's going to be a fun, uh, a fun story to follow as that continues to develop. I look forward to watching Tennessee be crowned the number one team in November in the college football playoff rankings for the first time. This will be Tennessee has been number one since 1998. I am going to enjoy that. My name is Clay Travis. DBAP, unless you need to SBAP. This has been Outkick the Show.